Hello and welcome to kiteracing.net. Today we are sitting in 30 minutes south of uh, Gothenburg and we have been out together with uh, Florian and Dominique and testing some kites and you guys have been out stand-up paddling here in the bay. And this is my home spot here in Åsa. Uh, but Dominique, please introduce yourself. Hello, hello. My name is Dominic. I work for Kite Elements. Um, we're responsible for all the used stuff from Flysurfer and also the used stuff from Lividos. Um, we're also doing the demo tour in Germany and in a few parts of Europe. So if a customer wants to test the kite, um, we'll meet each other. But can they also test used kite? The used kite? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. You can test all the, all the kites we have together. We have all the new models and mm. also the used kites can come by, test the kites, can give you some hints how to handle a foil kite. But if, uh, I mean, if you're buying a used kite, then usually you are like, how do I know that this kite is okay still if it's used one? How yeah. do you work? How do the customer know that it's okay? All the kites um, got the new trimming on it, so... It's very important that the kite is in a perfect trimming, so it fly, flies like a, nearly like a new one. If there's something wrong, all the, uh, all the things are repaired and ready to go. But is it new trimming or uh, have they adjusted the old trimming? Yeah, it's adjusted the old trimming um, to get the same performance, nearly the same performance as the new one. So it's when you buy a kite... The trimming has to be very good, so you have the same performance. But what is the difference between a foil kite and a tube kite when it comes to trimming? To trimming, I think it's you have many many options on a foil kite to trim. You can um, change the camber of the kite. You, if the, when the kite is back stalling, you can do a lot of trimming and afterwards flying better. Yeah. What do you say, Florian? Yeah, a short introduction. Most of the listeners know who you are, but give a short introduction who you are. Yeah, I'm Florian uh, from Germany, and yeah, I'm a professional kite surfer, and now in the team with uh, Levitas and Fly Surfer for quite a while, and yeah, traveling around the world, doing a lot of competitions, and yeah, enjoying kiting on snow and water. Good. We will soon come back to you and talk more with you but on other things. But uh, when it comes to trimming, what do you think is important with the foil kites? Yeah, you have quite a lot of kite, uh, lines on the kite. So these lines can um, get longer or shrink um, while using. They stretch because of the weight. And so um, after a while, um, every foil kite user you should, um, should check his setup. Um, there are some different ways. Uh, there's a lot of videos online, also on the Flysurfer website, um, how to trim your kite, how to get it back in good in a good shape. Um, and yeah, there's more work in trimming a foil kite for sure than a tube kite because uh, you have thinner lines and in a, at a tube kite you have thick bridle lines or straight attachment points. Um, so you do, don't need that much trimming. Um, there's not there that much possibility that the kite can change that much. But why should you pay much more for a foil kite that you need to trim instead of buying a tube kite 
that you don't need to trim and, and the tube kite is also more more as much cheaper than the foil kite why should you invest that much money um because uh yeah most of the foil kites they have a way bigger range um to use uh if you handle them right you have uh with a 10 square meter kite uh almost uh 70 80 percent of the the usage you you need the most time and then you need maybe a, just a really small one or a really big one for extreme situations um and yeah performance wise in in light wind uh we know that the foil kites are better or performing a bit more so um yeah that's why if a lot of people like the foil kites also for the foiling um you have less um bar pressure so yeah. you uh, you can stay relaxed on your foil and cruise around and um, for the maneuvers, they are a bit nicer because they have more lift. Mm. And yeah, that's why most people say like, okay, for this kind of riding, I prefer the um, full kites. Mm. But we have the kite, you can see the, the hybrids between the foil kites and the tube kites. You have Mavic kite, Mavic cloud. Mavic cloud, yes. Mavic cloud, where you just have one leading edge and you have no... Uh, um, struts. No struts. Yeah, um, these kites are yeah, like a special tube kite. Yeah, kind of uh, something like that. And um, yeah, they are, in my opinion, um, sometimes I just saw it on one spot. If they lay in the water and they don't have the stiffness of the small struts. So the canopy is sticking on the snow or on the water. So in my opinion, in this case, uh, it's also a kind of safety and how to relaunch them sometimes. But yeah, there are so many people out there. Not everyone is wearing the same shoe. So I think that's why we also have a lot of different kites. And yeah, uh, yeah every brand tries to, to get the best out of the complete range. Uh, so that's why, especially we offer tube kites and foil kites. And who are we? Fly surfer. Fly surfer. Um, so that you have a wide range of uh, customers um, yeah. you want to to get, and yeah, whoever pr prefers a tube kite, we offer them, and whoever likes the foil kites more um, can buy a foil kite. Yeah. Okay, but uh, Dominic more about you as a person yes you talked about the company now and, and what you're doing with selling just kites and so yes. on but who are you I what's your interest in what do you like to do what i like to do yeah i like to be out meet people yeah go out myself on the water um i like to be on the beach and i think i'm not, I'm not the, the competitor mm. but i also like to to have fun on the water. Yeah. And I think it's also a different kind of of sport for me than mm. the competition what Blue is yeah. talking about. But I enjoy it a lot. More free ride. Yeah. But you ride twin tip and uh, Yeah, also foil kites. Foil I also like the foil, foil yeah. yeah. Cool. Uh and now you are traveling around specific 
and uh, launching a new kite from Fly Surfer. Yeah, we have a new, a new foil kite. Yeah, it's called the Soul. It's out since a few days. Mm-hmm. I think it's a big, big step in in foil kites Kay. because it's. I think it's the first kite which you can uh, relaunch like a tube kite mm-hmm. so with the hold on one steering line. Yeah. It's very easy to relaunch. Mm-hmm. It's very easy to handle. Um, you have a little bit the tube kite feeling. I think it's a really nice, really nice kite. Yeah. But when will you use it? Will you use it for racing or no? I uh, think free it's, ride or it's uh, the perfect free ride kite. Yeah. I tried it on the twin tip last time. It was really, really fun. Mm. It's super stable. Can jump really high. Yeah. And I also like it for foiling. But Ozone, they also launched a kite uh, for more free ride kite. What's the name on it? I think it's called the Hyperlink. The Hyperlink? Yeah. So if you compare those two kites, what's the difference? Do you know the difference between them? Um, yeah, we know that um, like uh, Ozone, they wanted to have a kite with a foil kite with a tube kite feeling. Yeah. Um, really close to it. Um, yeah, the, but then when you have a like why you buy the foil kite because you have less bar pressure easier handling sometimes mm. like um and so they made like the really good things what you like from the foil kites easy turning low bar pressure um yeah that you get don't get on the hyperlink it's more really like a tube kite mm-hmm. uh and we try to um yeah get out of the sole uh, com- a little bit of a tube kite feeling, mm-hmm. but still super loose handling. Um, you know where the kite is. You get the feedback um, right away on the bar, but it's softer. So we try to combine both feelings from both kinds of kites. And yeah, everyone has his own ideas, and um, but we are super happy how we came out with the soul. Yeah. Um, I'm f- especially for myself. I race a lot and do a lot of. If it's super windy, I do just kite loops. Mm-hmm. But uh, the sole is like my choice now. If I go free riding in the snow or um, go big air with the foil, so yep. that's gonna be my choice um, for jumping. Because the race kites all made super light, good for racing. So I want to have some solid product uh, if i go big yeah okay yeah that's uh that's the usage for me so how many cat loops did you do on the snow there uh i had just two snow kite sessions yet yeah um and not the windiest one but like if you ever get a good gust it's easy to do like four or five kite loops Mm. um if you are high enough but uh, if you get a little hill, um, I think uh, there are plenty more possible. And yeah, so. But I mean, you, you saw the. We, we can see all the launch video now from the Soul Kite. We see Kite in Jamie from Netherlands. He's 12 years old. And he was making, uh, I think, a pretty big jump with his kite and a lot of kite loops. And you see the Kite Unity. Kite Unit. Yeah. Kite Unit. And the guys there in France, uh, and they are, I mean, they're flying uh, a lot with the kites and doing kite lopes. And, and, uh, but isn't it dangerous? 
Um, not really, because uh, it's similar to a tube kite. Um, there you could see uh, a few professional riders um, lost the airflow of the kite and crashing pretty hard. Louis uh, at the Red Bull King of the Air. So it can happen with the tube kite too. Um, sure, the, in the past, the foil kites were not made for looping or not that much. But if you see the yeah the sole, um, we were focused on a few points uh, what we wanted to make, and uh, it's, one point was the stability and the easy handling. Mm. So if the kite is stable enough, um, you can do the same like with a tube kite and yeah. uh, loop it through, and it uh, has enough speed to come through and uh, hold you after the loop. Yeah. Okay. Um If we talk about the uh, Sonic and the race kites, uh, we can start to not talk specific about a kite brand, but just the registration process. What's happening now with the registration process for, for the brands? Yeah, right now it looks like um, we are on the gear from last year. Yeah. Um, so all the gear which got uh, registered till 1st of May 2017 will be continue for another few years um, it's, uh, around 2019-2020 the, the next um, registration um, time will be open and um, yeah so right now uh, they freeze it in the winter like and they decided I think in November December something like that to do that and um yeah so there will be some open class racing and close class uh, like register class racing but the registered will be still on the old gear and not uh, with the new coming out kites so so that means that if uh so on fly surfer and um uh, and f1 peter lynn if they most of them are probably developing new kites right now and so they cannot the rider cannot compete with them uh on the formula kite where you need to have registered kites right or the new kites because you cannot register it now you need to right. wait so they need to be the one who was registered 2017 i think it was in august or um we were allowed to ride them after the sailing final Yeah, that Santander, was, I think, what was it, 12th of August, but I'm okay. not 100% sure. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so that means that you need to have uh, two setups, one for the open race and one where you need to register. Um, still, the registered kites are pretty good kites. Yeah. Um, the developing is getting a little bit slower, mm -hmm. but yeah the possibilities in the in the racing is still still big um to give um get big changes and so um yeah a few brands will stay on the old gear and um some will develop a bit more mm -hmm. um so yeah we were still continuing and trying to to push it hard the limits of the racing and um so fly Surfer will come out with another kite um it will be, won't be um yeah registered but still available for everyone who wants to order it um they can they can buy it and we continue with the sonic race for the open events or if you just want to 
get a fresh set of kites for the for the next year yeah. of the IKA events. Um, you can still order it; it will be still in the product line, and yeah, still a good competitive kite. And it's the same with the um, with the um, with the foil fins. Yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. And feedback: Mexico. You were there. How many riders were competing? Yeah, we were 55 riders. Mm-hmm. Um, first stop, um, just a few um, top riders were missing. Um, Nicolas Pallier had an exam, I heard, from Ricky. Um, so he missed the first event. Um, Tony, I don't know, but almost the rest was there. Uh, Axel, Oli, Guy, um, and yeah. Theo Lostis, Theo de Ramacord, Dennis Taladin, me. So there were quite a few um, guys there. Um, top 10 were pretty pretty tough. Mm-hmm. And I think it was a good start in the season. Uh, we didn't got that lucky with the wind. Um, could be more, but still we could, got some good racing in. Yeah. And yeah, it was beautiful like always in Mexico. Warm, good weather, sunny. <laughs> mm-hmm. And the, and the events uh, coming up, events now in the future, how many will it be on the Gold Cup and the Fall Pro Tour and the World Sailing? Yeah, it looks like the um, Gold Cup has five events. Um, the exactly dates are not out yet. So they have the month ready online, and but they're still waiting for the uh, um, finish confirmation um, which event will be at which date mm-hmm. um, the pro tour the next event will be in may from in montpellier so there we have the second event then but still the end of the season is a little bit open uh, and then uh, yeah the ika events there are always the continental championships so we have the europeans the um, american championship south american so mm. There will be all the continental championships and the worlds. Yeah. And on on them, you need to have registered equipment. Right. Gold Cup and the Fall Tour, you don't need to have registered equipment. Right. They are open. And then for the IKA, for the class, like Formula Kite, um, you need uh, normal equipment on the IKA list. Yeah. yeah. And in the future, we think that it will be maybe be one design limited design and that could also be in the Olympics but that I need to talk with Marcus about I think uh, Marcus can give the most information about that um, but yeah let's see where the way way goes uh, looks like uh, there will be one time there will be a decision like for one one design but in which uh, format it comes you never know if it's like fixed for a few years or just for one Olympics and then open again mm. or um, maybe two, three brands can produce something for the games. Um, still a bit open. So I hope we know more about that soon or yeah. Marcos uh, gets, has some more information about that. But what happened on the Hedefoil Fins side? Uh, the... The brands now on the tour, it's uh, Mike's Lab, Levitas, Enata, and uh, what more brands are on the races on bar in Mexico? Um, yeah, Enata and Banga 
Banga. Uh, ha- yeah, hard to tell like which is which one. <laughs> yeah, isn't so, that the same brand now? Yeah, it's it's Banga for registered, but yeah. they also printed ones with Inata. So okay, um, but I'm not informed about the details how it works. Um, and yeah, Mike uh, always long in the business and. Yeah, Levitas. So there are a few brands in the front um, playing playing with the gear. Hmm. Um, still Moses is there. Um, I didn't saw that many riders. Two or three had them there. So, but there for the yeah customers for the races, there are options to choose, and it's gonna be interesting season, especially in the open events. Yeah. But what's the development? What's the trend on the fins right now? Yeah, the trend is for sure for the high racing, the that it's like a fixed wing, like front wing, fuselage and back wing. Uh, that's a big trend. Um, not adjustable. Not adjustable or mm. not that much. Like they're just small adjustments you can do. But um, yeah, and then you want to get maximum stiffness out of the gear um good profiles um and i think there's still options and especially light wind um you can go more higher spec and push a bit more and the focus on high wind is to get stability in the foil so but the future loss is it getting longer shorter or is it the um, same or depends but i think they're now in a yeah working on quite the same size all the guys don't have the measurement in my head right now but uh it's a bit shorter and it's the trend is going to bigger back wings again so you have a big bigger stabilizer um to have more control around the course when is it better to have bigger stabilizer is it all the time or um not all the time if you want to reduce the drag it's always good to have less um surface in the water so um but um in especially in in wavy conditions or where spots where there's a lot of current um you need to control if you go really fast so there but is it easier to jibe or attack with the oh depends on the riding style yeah. uh, i i was always able to um when i tested all different wing sizes um tacks and chives i had not that much um i didn't feel that much difference no, okay they're different but if you you're good in racing you you can try with everything yeah but it's more like stability on the downwind and tricky conditions okay and now you are i mean you're coming from austria in germany and you're on your way to norway and now we'll stop here at my place uh, but uh, what are you going to do in 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 Harangevida, Jailo, Norge? Yeah, we will be there a little bit earlier. Yeah, um, we're gonna pick up Adrian um, tomorrow on the airport. Who is Adrian? Adrian Geisinger from Levitas. Yeah, and um, yeah, then we will be there on Tuesday. A little bit free riding for ourselves. Um, Wednesday and Thursday we're gonna. Um, to give a little bit of the option to test the new soul up there so everyone is welcome to join us and um, yeah getting ready for the race Red Bull race um, I'm registered and 
Dominic and Adrian also gonna compete and yeah let's see how it goes yeah uh, Dominic what's your objectives with the race um, so my, I think it's my first snow kite race <coughs> um, I'm looking forward to have fun I think there are a lot of competitors there it's I think last year there were about 300 or 350 um, so I think it will be fun yeah yeah for sure and what kites will you use when you race yeah I, I will go on the um, new flysurfer race model which is coming out soon and um, yeah the kites we had already in Mexico mm-hmm. and Ollie and Guy is also there were they riding some prototypes in Mexico same yeah like yeah. it's the last prototype series before the but how many I mean when you develop a kite like I mean like Sonic Race how many prototypes do you do when you said you're riding Sonic Race 2017 it came 2017 that's the yeah, one the, the, that's the yeah, one you've been riding the registered one yeah. the registered how many prototypes from before the, the first release of the race like the sometimes we have also different versions um but uh, we had like for the first Sonic race, uh, we put a lot of effort in it. Uh, we had 15, uh, 16 prototypes before okay. the final release of the Sonic race. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it goes faster, slower. Sometimes you just want to get some small details. Yeah. So you have to build almost two similar kites. Um, and then uh, from the Sonic race till now, we made another, let me count, um, uh, six, seven prototypes for sure. Yeah. So um, because we learned quite a lot from the Sonic race already. So yeah, got a little bit quicker. And yeah, that's uh, the developing part is pretty important, especially in the racing. Um, there's so, so many details you can change on a kite. Yeah, profiles, ballooning. Um, you can but work on different bridles, uh, bridle settings, and connection points. The inset of a kite is also important because if it's if you build it too light, too many holes inside, it's getting a little bit softer. Or if you put some um, plastic inside, so it's a bit more stiffer construction. Um, yeah, there are so many things to change on the kite. Yeah. So uh, with Benny Burley, the designer of the kite, uh, I work pretty close together, and yeah, it's fun to learn from him. But who are the other guys involved and girls involved in the in the development? Yeah, we have a quite good um, team together. Uh, it's uh, Oli, Guy, um, Theodore Ramacord and me uh, from the Pro Riders. Often I fly with Benny somewhere because we are living not far away from each other. And then as soon as possible we try to get, uh, yeah, most time in the past it was Theo because he had got some free time. Yeah. Or in January, Oli and Guy. At first I was in Fuerteventura and then I had to go back for some exams and Oli and Guy went with Benny again. Okay. And... Uh, we all work together uh, it's a good team and um, yeah that's important you need Benny needs us he's the designer the 
genius sometimes and or the most time uh, always bringing something new and we have to test it and try it against each other and give him as much feedback as possible what will the difference be between the new uh, sonic race and the existing one uh in the race kites you can't say that much like on the free ride kite sometimes uh if you're just making an update of the old kite it's there's some little details you want to change or if you're already super happy with it but uh, in racing you always want to get faster so um, you don't take the same profile the same ballooning or same construction like the kite before you know you get the informations from the kite before and then you try to build something way better so the new kite has a different outline um, different um, attachment points and different speed system a little bit with the pulleys so i can't tell you right now like okay we changed that for no, no, okay. four or five millimeters yeah. or something okay. like that but um the most time we uh, yeah it's it's a completely new shape yeah interesting and when you go to uh race in norway what kite will you race with uh i will use the new soul okay i think um it's perfect for for my kind of racing um i'm looking forward to use it um um on snow i've tried it only on the water the last times and i think for the condition i don't know exactly how it will be but i heard it will be can be very gusty and for this um kind of wind i think the soul is very very nice to have fun super stable i think will be a nice event cool so and how many races will it be is it 400 uh, i think it's 300 300 yeah um every year they um, have a limit of 300 races yeah but i'm not 100 percent sure if they open it up a bit more riders yeah <laughs> but you usually race in another race also in the north of scandinavia tell me short about it yeah there's normally the the Vake race um this time there's no race this year because it's more like an camp and expedition for new people as well yeah it's a race um the last years it was a race with 300 uh with 300 kilometers mm-hmm. so you have to sleep in a tent if there's no wind you walk so it's an enduro race yeah uh, really tough and um yeah this year they want to bring new people in showing them the spirit of the Vake race so it's a good option for unexperienced um, outdoor yeah. riders to join learn and then next year they want to do a really big nice and great event okay. again good this is something else that you would like to mention um thank you for hosting us here at this <laughs> paradise at your new little apartment you yeah. you got for rent uh pretty nice um good for relaxing and go for a kite and yeah, yeah otherwise the spots also looks very nice yeah come, come and visit sweden yeah, sure you have to. <laughs> yeah it's good you guys are all welcome 
No, it was nice to having you here and uh, looking forward to meet you again. And good luck in Norway. Sure, we come back and now we try to give our best at the race. Yeah. Thanks a lot. Super, thank you.